previously on Milkshakes and Mimosas. The gang bid a fond farewell to Andrew's incredible David Lynch impression. Good night, sweet prince. Hi. I admit, I've been struggling with what I wanted to say today. High school is supposed to be this amazing, safe time, but our years were co-opted with heartache and drama and even death. And it's not fair that so many of our classmates aren't here to walk with us today. And it's not right that some of our parents aren't here to watch those of us who are. Those younger than us have known no Riverdale other than the one steeped in violence. Our class is lucky enough to remember a time before the era of tragedy, when this was just a small, sleepy, slightly boring town. That's the Riverdale I wish upon the generation coming up behind us, and the one I want us, our class, to remember as we head into the future. So please, stay young for as long as you can. Stay innocent for as long as possible, even if it's only for just one more moment. Thank you. One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue. But the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine. Just fine, just, just fine. There's Jughead and Betty. And Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time. Jail time, jail, jail time. We got milkshakes at Pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damn And sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Hello and welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, the final episode of our teenage years. That's right, we're graduating to real podcasts next week. Just wait, Casper's going to give us a call. Anyways, we also have our normal host, Jason. Hello, Jason. Yeah, so, um, you know, waiting around to start the show, go on Twitter, and lo and behold, Andrew's fucking posting pictures from this episode um, of milkshakes and mimosas, uh, ruining the entire premise of the show. So wait, really? Mm-hmm. I'm just checking one. Twitter. Yeah, go take it out. Heads yep. will hey. roll. Hey, that other person who was spoken was Valeska. Hello, Valeska. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? My head's about to be rolling, rolling in the podcasting. Oh, that's way a very good life. picture of Cheryl. Right? Got... This. It's a great. It's a great one. Yeah, but it ruins everything. I'm just saying. Hey, guess what, Jason? You're about to... Well, uh, I guess uh, technically you experience all Masterpiece Theaters live, but yes, now you're of course. actually yeah. experiencing it live because I'm about to read you a very important way. I experienced it when we did the reading at the table on the Zoom call after I wrote it. One, Touché. you would you would use Zoom. Riverdale <laughs> would still fucking use Zoom. 
Fucking, just fucking use Skype. It's better than Zoom. Fuck Zoom. CW owns Zoom, and we're oh. obligated to use it, okay? I mean, yes, if you've watched enough seasons of Flash, every five seconds they come up with another fucking speedster. That's why we called it Zoom. Yeah, fucking Zoom, <laughs> Professor Zoom, Eobard Thon, fucking grim dark man with fast legs. Anyways, uh, and it's wild. And Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> From the start, this has been a story about a town and the people who lived in that town and the darkness that lived in some of those people. Clifford Blossom, the Black Hood, the Gargoyle King, the Stonies. Add to their ranks my sister Jellybean, who had been the voyeur slash archer, making the videotapes that had been disturbing our town. For months. Bravo. What was that was that human enough for you, uh, Velasco? Yes, you said it like a person. I was very proud. Wow, wow. <laughs> like um, a person. Almost as if you were a person. Yeah, it's uh definitely nothing I'm That's gonna do. That's one of the uh, acting there. cues that I give him sometimes. Awesome. Be a person. Yeah. Yep, she's like Say it like a human would. Yep. And I was just like, <laughs> but I want to talk like this as a robot man. You cannot make me feel Mm-hmm. Do you really think the fucking Stonies belong in the fucking darkness? They're not darkness? even from Riverdale. They're like barely from Riverdale. They didn't murder, try to murder anyone. They're I like mean, a they two-hour train ride away. They, they did some scopolamining. They tried to murder Jughead, but they didn't actually succeed at anything. The Stonies were a failure. At least the Gargoyle King murdered a bunch of people and then kind of just began running a brothel and just chilling. Well, in but, Jughead's defense, he doesn't actually say the murderousness that lived in some of those people. He says the darkness. I feel like you need to have a little bit of darkness, at least, to try to attempt to murder someone. So, well, the I'm, real uh, the real sure. reason why they shouldn't be on the list is like geographical. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's a great saying. point. Like, like literally, might as well just no fucking throw Jeffrey Dahmer in that now. mix. If you're gonna throw the Stonies in, get Jeffrey Dahmer in the mix. You know, BTK. Look, Martin you know, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to the nebulous time zone, but we actually don't know that those things happened. Actually, I think we saw photos of them for Junior FBI because I think uh, they did do something like that. Anyways, this episode starts with Jughead just looking at a bunch of creepy masks on his table. He's like, "Oh, Jellybean, she's so evil now." She made all of this stuff. I'm going to cry. So then FP is like, I'm going to take Jellybean back to Toledo. And I'm like, oh, right. I guess she was she lived in Toledo before. So they're going to go back to Valeska's number one crush, Gina Gerson. Um, well, first, and- Alice introduces the subject of child therapist and assumes right off the bat that FP is going to, like, freak out about it. One, um, he does kind of because he goes, well, I can't have her do therapy unless it's in Ohio because I'm leaving you. Bye. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they seem to be like, okay, you know, Jellybean needs help. We're going to get them the help they need. So in order to do that, they go, we know who their her accomplices were. Okay, let's go through this. Let's go through this a little bit. Okay, so the first thing they go. They go to Archie. They go, knock, knock, knock. Archie goes, rawr, I am a man full of muscles. And they go, hey, can you open your gym? And he's like, rawr, okay. But before they do that, 
they have to go to Hiram Lodge. And when they go to Hiram Lodge, they just pull out um, Coach Keller, who was boxing Coach Keller, who was the ex-Sheriff Keller, and they go, hey, Hiram, can you please just reinstate Sheriff Keller right now? Uh, That's what FP says. Like, do it now. Do it. Do it now. So then Hiram is like, yeah, I mean, like, I guess we literally don't have any fucking sheriff in this town with 20,000 murders a day. So... Yeah, probably a good idea. They should probably have like five of them. Don't you well, think? they probably yeah, exactly. They should. Oh, are, there's no even. There's no even deputies. I don't even think there's any cops right now. I think all the cops in Riverdale are dead. How do they not have like a junior cop academy? This hey, is my, you know what? This is my dream. I mean, this is sounding like a utopia. Yeah, they defunded the police. Good on Riverdale. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, so what they do now that they actually have police again, they do what all police do, and they bust a bunch of poor children and put them in the jail. Yes, that follows. I mean, we don't see if they put him in the jail. They probably just put him in the juvie. But either way, they're mm. like, we are bringing the sheriff to bust these kids up. Didn't Yet we establish that just... juvie was gone? Well, yeah, that's right. They're gonna. They go could have pro- just killed them. Yeah, they probably just killed them. <laughs> they probably did fucking murder mm-hmm. them. Or they're. But you know. it doesn't make any sense to me because one, Jelly Bean was the one who was the the entire ahead of this jelly bean is a queen and i just hear all this male angst about a successful woman director (laughs) coming on the podcast i'm not criticizing baby Valeska. Valeska. i like baby Valeska. baby Valeska deserves to have uh have the empathy displayed towards her to also be empathized with these other children who literally are homeless (laughs) and followed her instructions they were her crew yeah. That was the greatest film crew of all time. It wasn't like, I mean, like, I guess fucking FP was like, they ain't union, we gotta bust them. <laughs> maybe, maybe they decided to deputize them to give them jobs. Maybe they are the junior police force now. I love it. I don't. That's a yes, terrible idea. Baby police. You hate all of my ideas. The baby police. <laughs> I love baby police. No. Anyway, so Archie has a, <laughs> Archie is having a nap. And in his nap, he goes, oh, he has a flashback for to his dad taking a photo of him graduating. And I don't know what's the deal with this piece of footage. When because, did they film it? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out when they filmed this or if there was like another episode where they had a flash forward to graduation or something because they might have had like a weird dream sequence. Because like, it's, uh, you know, he seems like he's actually there and... He's dead, so I don't know how they they managed to do that. Uh, Wait, what? Peace. Who's Luke like Perry's in it. Oh, yeah. Luke Perry. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I didn't forget his name. About who you were saying. I thought you were saying Archie was dead. I was uh, obviously, I didn't forget Luke Perry's name. Anyways, um, <laughs> so they're all getting ready to do, do grad. Good old grad, grad. And like Cheryl, like stares longingly at a photo of Jason. We Not should just you. point out Archie still doesn't know if he's graduating at this point. For some reason, no. that's like hours away from the ceremony. He still doesn't know if he's graduating. I Even don't know though if he's we have school, but actually, have, I do know it's with Mr. Weatherby. But we have classified it like twenty times this season that he wasn't going to graduate. But suddenly, at the last uh, quarter, they're going to be like, "Hey, maybe he's going to graduate. Maybe he can graduate." He just Whoa. punched the diploma until his name appeared on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just like, ma, ma, yes, "This this diploma is invisible, like the bear that I fought." <laughs> If I can kill a bear that okay. cannot be seen, I mm-hmm. can graduate a college with a paper that doesn't exist. How does he not get credit for killing an invisible bear, though? Seriously, well, that's at least know. phys ed. Yeah. yeah. They don't really know. I don't think he talks about if it. If not biology, 
You know, I would talk biology. about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you know, that's the only interesting thing Archie has ever done, so he never talks about it, I'm sure. I mean, he punched a river until somebody got thrown out of it. That's, you know. That's true, and we used to give rankings based on that, but yeah. we just, we just you ditched know. doing that. <laughs> I'm, and I'm he just also saying. Punched he punched sh- the Punisher uh, ripoff guy. Yeah, dude, uncle. he needs some extra credit. That's how he graduated. Let's punch have a petition. He didn't. He's a loser. He doesn't graduate. Um, wow. So, uh, <laughs> um, Veronica gets a pearl necklace from what? her. her <laughs> Jason, do not bring up the fanfic again. I swear to God, I put that in my notes. But I was going to yell at you. <laughs> I knew as soon as, as soon as I wrote that sentence what it would imply. Um, so then Jesus. there's more flashbacks to episode one. Then we finally get a scene with Alice where Alice is crying and she is sad and she's like, man. Everyone I love is gone. You notice Thanks how they to... never ever mention Polly or Charles when crying about all the family members they've lost? No, they it's do. No, they, they do. don't. She d- really? she mentions him. She goes, "Yeah, I was dreaming about a wonderful Thanksgiving with you, blank blank blank, Polly, Charles, and then like they were in the names. Like they don't well, maybe actually I discuss... blocked them out. Never mind. I'm sure you blocked them out because they're terrible characters that were written <laughs> Not like Charles. they were. The Charles... disrespect. My God. <laughs> Charles is not in charge. Fuck you, Charles. The, the the that's the only joke I can make when Charles comes up. It's I'm I'm a hack, and it's so a is very he. current joke. I think we should stick with it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's as current as whatever fucking timeline this fucking show takes place in. Anyways, we'll get to that soon. So you know they're all sad, but then Betty's like, "I'll come home for Christmas. It's cool. We will be good." Archie signs up. And he tries to get into grad. He doesn't get into grad, but it's fine. We find that in a minute because first they have to open up a time capsule, and the time capsule is from 1945. And there's like a picture of a bunch of soldiers. There's a fucking old magazines, the old. I actually old... wrote down all the stuff that they pulled out. If you want it, I uh, yes, I would. Sure, love to hear why not? Why not? Capsule. I can't wait to hear about Anne. Well, Rose, I'm not telling rocket. you. I'm telling Jason. Yeah. This is between okay, us, so okay? Shoney open it together. They have a copy of the Riverdale Register from June 12th. They have a copy of the Blue and Gold from the same year. A menu from Pops, of course. I will mm-hmm. tell you that hamburgers cost 15 cents at that point. No. They must Fun have raised fact. the minimum wage, and that's why they can't get 15 Does anyone get paid for working at Pops? But anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, they that's have where the children went. A baseball card of Ambrose the Rocket Pips. Oh. A Red Circle comic book, which discussed Cheryl. And a photo of four seniors taken days before the boys went to war. Mm, nice. nice. Andrew, you may continue. Okay, so we are trying to figure out the exact age of, age of Pops. Is everyone who runs Pops named Pops? Like, is Pops' entire I mean, family be, right? also just named Pops? Because we do no. know that Pops canonically has served Bonnie and Clyde. We know that from the Riverdale Expanded Universe, which I've read because I am the epitome of a loser. Anyways, um, no, so... Pops is like Doctor Who, you know. He... <laughs> yeah, he's the lamest Doctor Who ever. <laughs> you served all you Pops... do is serve teenagers and jump through time. Yeah, he's the, the diner does lord. look bigger on the inside. Yes, exactly. Yep, yep. Well, there you and go. it would explain the wibbly wobbly timey whiny stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, are... that diner is a TARDIS. That we know this. That's fact. oh, there you go. There you go. Write it down. Guys. 
That's amazing. What a what a wonderful thing. We're we're solving all the things. So then they're chilling in high school and they get yearbooks and they're like, Did you make the honey say that yearbooks were banned? <laughs> and then um uh they were like, Yeah, but he's gone and so they just made yearbooks again and they Can I just, point out sorry, they have a two page spread for the serpents and also a page for the pretty poisons. How frequent is it that like school gangs get <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was that was my note it, it, it includes tributes to gangs a murdered classmate and much much more i mean the murdered classmate sure but like the serpents and the pretty poisons i'm just picturing like in the world of west side story the sharks have a fucking spread in the fucking yearbook you know yeah, and like the who gets the better like fucking yearbook signatures. Man, yearbooks are great and only have good memories for me. But anyways. <sighs> uh, <laughs> anyways, so Jughead uh, Jughead goes uh, to Mr. Weatherby because Mr. Weatherby calls Jughead and Archie and Jughead goes, whoa, did I graduate? Like, yeah, you graduated. And then Archie goes in and Mr. Weatherby's like, you didn't graduate, but you can like, you know, repeat senior year. Because not even summer school is gonna help you, and then you can uh, you can still walk with your classmates if you want. That's cool. Uh, we also want you to write the senior song and sing the senior song, and then, not write, just record. But still, that's like in a couple of hours he wants that done. It's crazy. He wants that done in a couple of hours, but he's also like, hey, no one's gonna hold this against you, even though the fact that you're not graduating is literally holding it against you. Look at me. <laughs> I miss the Weatherby. Remember, I was in a cult. Yes, I, I was going still... to say, only but... in fucking Riverdale can your principal join a cult and then return to becoming in the principal again. And yeah, and the principal's <laughs> like, look, I know that I was in a cult and I was granted back my old job. <laughs> but just because you have bond fighting murderers, invisible bears, starting community community schools, you still cannot graduate. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to join a cult and then be the gatekeeper of my future. Fuck you. It's it's fine. We'll actually eventually get to the people who actually gatekeep your future soon. <laughs> Anyways, um, so <laughs> they have this final moment where they're all in chemistry class. Do you remember chemistry class? Oh, chemistry class. Crass. It was crass places. It was crass, <laughs> crass society of chemistry. Jesus. They only introduced, I believe they only had one sequence with the chemistry teacher. Like, I think there's like, there is a sequence between like Cheryl and Veronica doing, figuring out something with the chemistry teacher. They were probably like, hey, do you know how scopolamine works? And he no, was no, no, no. Like, I remember. Well. I remember what it was. Remember, oh. they were trying to like um, reverse engineer Hiram's rum so that they could like steal <laughs> his secret recipe. Yeah, and then they like right. asked him if he, like, he likes rum. And then he was like, girls, stop hitting on me. Remember? <laughs> Yes, I, I remember. I remember the one responsible adult. And he had in, a stupid uh, name, but I can't remember what his name was. Oh, it was probably Mr. Responsible Adult or something. It was some dumb. Um, so then everything, <laughs> no, you know. No, we called him Beaker. We called him Beaker Bench. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Yes, I, I do remember. recall this. I recall this. Yes, I, I do recall that. that. Is, that like is a thing. steel trap. So we see him, and he's doing some shit, and then they... The class ends and everyone goes, wow, school's over. Let's all hug and kiss and hug and sure. be all Except happy. Except for Varchie. Uh, but Varchie doesn't do it. They're like, they're about to hug, but then they don't. And you're like, oh, my God, what's going <laughs> to happen? 
And it's like, it's like, it's like one of those things where like I was getting emotional, but then I was like, this is such emotional manipulation because the kids were never in the fucking high school ever. They never fucking went to high school. If there was, if there was a graduation for D and D class, then yeah, sure. They would all fucking graduate. But these fuckers haven't been doing shit for 20 years. Anyways. So Archie is all like mournfully looking at the soldier's photos. Wow, I wonder what's going to happen with him. Eddie is writing a speech, but Jughead makes puzzles with Jelly Bean. They're just, they're just all acting like Jelly Bean's kind of normal. She but, like, is normal. Leave her but, alone. But then they, they always have these weird scenes where they're kind of like give her side eye or shifty eye. We're like, hmm. Something's going on with this lady. Oh my god! This I don't. I will lady. not stand for the bullying of Jelly Bean on this podcast. I'm not Thank bullying Baby Leska. I'm saying the show is bullying Baby. No, Leska. you are. You are. You no. said like a quote unquote like a normal person. I want that. I want that written down. I will <laughs> never forget that. Anyways, so then we got to Archie and he opens up his door and who's there at the door? It's Veronica. She's cleaned out her room and she wants to give Archie back his stuff. Oh no, what would they ever do to signify that they officially broke up? Bubble break up sex. <laughs> they have breakup sex. Uh-huh. Um, they really do. Yep. And then Veronica's like, I saw you looking at that photo. You definitely aren't going to join the army, are you? And then Archie was like, no, definitely not. This episode is so well written and has no foreshadowing that's super obvious. (laughs) So Jughead is all like, look, I know you're going to Toledo with Jelly Bean. Let me go to Toledo. But FP is like, no, motherfucker. My contract for this show is up and I ain't going to be in any of this show after this. You ain't coming with me. (laughs) (laughs) So then, um, you know, then we get a scene with Tony showing her grandmother her locker because this is graduation. Mm-hmm. And then Cheryl's all like about to go up and say hi. But then she's like, eh, I'm not going to do that. Cheryl Ar- does, I will point out, get her crimson robe that she wanted so badly last episode. So she is the oh. only one in the graduating class not wearing the blue. Because nice. apparently you can just do that. Yeah, of course. That's I fine. mean, it looks great on her, but. Anyway, Archie is super sad. You know why, Jason? Um, who is who is super sad? His dad is dead. Uh, Archie, he's just really sad about his uh, dead dad. Um, so now we get to the ep- part that actually opened up the episode when we actually get Betty's valedictorian speech, and it opened up the episode right because it doesn't have to be masterpiece theater. I was about to say masterpiece theater, but it opened up the episode, so you bitches already heard it. Congrats, you heard art. It's very, it's very nice. Um, she does say some weird things, like, you can stay young for as long as you can. And I'm like, well, is that why, like, a 70-year-old is playing a teenager? I mean, <laughs> I guess. I guess that's what you do. Uh, also, like, don't be young. It's more fun to be an old man with no f- fun in your life. It's much well, better. What young, I lo- young people suck. What I love about the speech is it... Um... <laughs> I mean, ninety percent of the violence is has been caused by this group, these group of people. So, when you graduate and get the fuck out, probably the next generation will have less violence because you fuckers will be gone. It, and I mean, it's also like uh, it's it's weird because um, I it does it seems like literally only eight people graduated the school. Well, I mean <laughs> that makes sense based on the people we've met in this show. That makes sense. I do have a question for you, Jason. Yeah, I can't wait. 
So we have Andrew, or not Andrew, sorry. I'm so sorry wow. that I just mistook wow. you for Archie. I feel like that's just my hostility coming out, and I feel like we should talk about this. It, especially in what you are about to say, this is the biggest insult I've ever had in my life. Wow. Okay. No, you'll understand why in a second, because I'm going to ask you, what song does Archie play while people are graduating? Oh. Why is this an insult to Andrew? So I feel like this is a um, big clue, right? I mean, I can give you a hint if you want. Yes, I would love a hint. Okay. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, <laughs> it's yes. right. Yes. I hate, I literally yes. got up from my couch and Valeska, started screaming. I hope you had the time of your life. Of course no! I did. No. No. Andrew, and, and... the biggest Green Day fan. I'm oh, yeah. You know, Clearly, their best song. Like yeah. a fork, like a like a fork stuck in the road. What a what a what a great lyric. What a fucking great original song. And then I just was like getting emotional during it. I was even more mad. Oh, dude, I sang along. Oh, it was so bad. I was so bad because I'm like, this is not earned. Why am I emotional? It is a very emotional song. It's it not is. a great song, but it is a very emotional song. It's the song. strings. The strings make it. Yeah. yeah it's like the only time Green Day's ever played a different chord in the song. It's a, it's <laughs> a string. So anyways, um, Valeska, I know you wanted to have therapy about calling Archie Andrew, but I hope it's in Ohio because we're going back. I'm going back to Toledo with my cats. So Fair enough. You know, that was almost a good joke. So Archie does get to walk, and he gets his little <laughs> folder, and then he opens the folder to see no diploma, and then he hallucinates the four soldier boys in the audience. What? We don't know that they weren't there. Let's be fair. This is Riverdale. The ghosts could be there. And also, I mean, um, sure. t- time of your life definitely slows down at this moment, where it's like, another fork stuck in the and then he's seeing some stuff, and I'm like, ah. Are kids watching CW know that song? Dude, gradu- okay, graduation is the worst time ever for music. Because whenever <laughs> you graduate, nobody can play a good song. They only play <laughs> shitty songs at graduations. <laughs> and they're always the same shitty fucking songs. Yeah, you think always. people aren't graduating these days? I mean, I guess. Well, no, because nobody's going to school. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, I just, honestly, you know. kids, 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 if you're listening, turn this off. But if you're still listening because you're a rebel, turn it off, seriously. But, you know, if you miss graduation due to COVID, that was a good thing because graduation is terrible. <laughs> all you missed was Green all... Day's time of your life. That's of all you course. missed. It's either that or as we go on, the vitamin we C remember one? how the times we. <laughs> Are you going to do the whole song? Keep going. Song? Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, please. I want to hear the whole song. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at lyrics. I don't know. Anyways, uh, did any of you guys have a, like a good valedictorian at your school? I just had like a guy who was like really dumb and shitty. And then after after grad i got very drunk at a party and embarrassed myself and i want to say i think um at our graduation not to interrupt i think we had um i will remember you i think that's what we had actually oh my god i mean i don't know if that's better that's not it's not 
Valeska, were you the valedictorian? Don't lie. I was not. She lied. She lied. <laughs> Don't valedictorian shame me. <laughs> we do see everyone's family, but coincidentally, we don't see Reggie's dad because I guess they really just didn't want to cash the abusive bitch. But um, we don't see him. It's a you know, it's a pretty good uh, you know uh, graduation scene. It reminded me a lot of the greatest graduation scene in in movies, which was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five, The Dream Child. <laughs> Um, that's a very emotional scene and uh, is the b- greatest graduation scene in history. Mm-hmm. Um, you you understand, right? Mm-hmm. You agree, of course, of course. Um, so yeah, so then Penelope shows up for grad, which has our first Riverdale masterpiece. Cheryl, Cheryl. Mother? What's going on? Well, I wasn't about to miss my only child's graduation so I snuck in the back at the last minute. Also, I wanted to tell you about a decision I've made. With you being a grown woman now, I'm going to turn myself over to the authorities to pay for, well, some of the crimes I've committed. What? But, Mumsy, you're a hothouse flower. I've spoken to Hiram Lodge. He's promised to take proper care of me in his private jail. And with good behavior, I may even be out in time to see you graduate from Highsmith College. Oh, Mumsy, if that's even happening. Nightmare child, what do you mean? Yeah, so that was a cool, that was a funny, funny scene. Funny scenes, funny scenes. She like melts out of the hedge like a hedge witch. She just kind of like crawls out of these bushes. She Homer Simpsons it in that meme. (laughs) Like a reverse Homer Simpson? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A reverse Homer Simpson. And then FP comes and says goodbye, and then FP and Alice have a heartfelt goodbye. And there's a bunch of tears and a kissing, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna I miss love them you. together." Oh, I love you. I love you too. It's just I have to look after my child, and apparently that can't involve therapy in this town. It has to be in Toledo, the place, the place where all therapy is had. Only Toledo. Yep, I want to point out that they don't have, like, a moving van or a car. He's taking her, like, he's on his motorcycle. She's on a little, like, sidecar thing. I don't see any luggage. And also, she's, she's wearing a jacket that says Toledo. <laughs> Wait, so what? T- she's wearing a jacket. She has a jacket on that just says Toledo. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if they they, they like, are trying to, like, Give us all these elements because they're going to have to recast Jelly Bean next episode. when they They're do just going to have someone like show up wearing a Toledo shirt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same Toledo shirt. <laughs> Where do you even buy a Toledo shirt in Riverdale? You may recognize me from Toledo. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> turns around and the jacket just says Toledo. Oh my uh, God. She also has like a little helmet on that has a little, uh, little crown um scrapped into it mm-hmm. like, oh that's cool that's cute that's queen cute. that is cute jason mm-hmm. what do you and archie have in common oh we are veterans of <laughs> the united states army yep that's right he enlists well he's not a veteran yet but yes well yeah we'll we'll get in we'll get into this hopefully he dies um, in battle we'll get into this <laughs> wow um <laughs> so yeah he enlists um now uh, we get a scene where Baronica shows up at Pops, and she's like, hey, Pop, what up? You own this place now. Bye. 
And then so she gives a place to Pops, and then Pops is like, I'm going to have to learn how to operate an illegal speakeasy. Sounds nice. cool. He doesn't say that, but he he still has that illegal speakeasy. Is this a, you know, when, so I'm going to ask you, since he is um, a Doctor Who-esque um, Time Lord, are we going to see a different pop? Yeah, it's just it's gonna be like Denzel next episode. (laughs) No, next episode he just has like a fez on or a big scarf. (laughs) It's the same actor. Same actor, different uh, outfit. He has a beret and a fucking goatee. (laughs) Hello, it is me, French pop. (laughs) Yes, I am like pops, but I am French. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, we we want the wine. I now serve wine instead of coffee. And I serve coffee in the illegal speakeasy. It's a reverse, because this is France. We just lost all of our French audience. Ah, no, it is me, French Pops, and I am now the hit character of the podcast. Maybe it will be just David Lynch as Pops. No. Hello, <gasps> it is me, back from the dead. Can he still be wearing the beret? Yes. I have and a the goatee. beret, and I am also from France. <laughs> Bonjour. I'm Bonjour. so glad the boys are still here. Bonjour. Anyways, they get a menu from Pops to bury in a time Capsule. <laughs> the time capsule has a lot of dumb shit in it. I also have this list. Please let us know the list. Let uh, Green Day know I am having the time of my life right now because um, <laughs> another <laughs> another fork in the road. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. God. Betty puts in her last issue of the blue and gold as editor-in-chief and a bobby pin in case anyone needs it. Nice. Reggie puts in a football signed by all the bulldogs. Ronnie is putting in a pops menu and a matchbook from Le Bon Nuit. Yeah. Kevin is putting in programs from his musicals and a pair of Josie's cat ears. Cheryl is putting in her head bitch and charge shirt. Tony is putting in her pretty poisons jacket. For some reason, for some reason, Jughead is putting in his hat because I don't know why. The students of the 75 years from then are not going to know what that hat signifies. Archie is putting in a guitar pick and his dad's hammer, which also no one in the future will get that. fucking hammer! Okay, but also, nobody in the future is going to be like, wait a minute, is this, what is this matchbook for an illegal speakeasy underneath (laughs) that restaurant? When was this from? 2020, not 1933 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, exactly. laughs> legal speakeasy in 2020. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh wow, it's the year 2020,000, and all hammers and guitar picks have been outlawed. Wow, now we're in a futuristic new world. In fairness, I would have expected Archie to put way worse shit in than that. He like, just puts his fists in. He just <laughs> a used oh. condom from the sex dungeon. <laughs> I will bury it with my fists, and that yeah. will be my gift. I mean, honestly, the used condom would make more sense, considering more people would probably get that reference, considering everyone at that high school was having sex in that place. That's true. They don't bury the future, year. baby. They don't bury the time capsule. Archie just punches it into the earth. I just punches it into the earth. You're right, Valeska, though. I mean, they know exactly what that's from. They'd be like, oh, 
just like now in the sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. That place is timeless. <laughs> that is the time capsule. <laughs> That's the fucking TARDIS <laughs> that you have to travel through. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Anyways, they then they all get drunk and they make a vow. Oh, man. Oh, to be young again and to be drinking in the bleachers and making a vow that no one really intends to keep, but they all pretend like they do. It's the before sunrise vow. <laughs> it is the before sunrise vow, but it's not as sexy, unfortunately. Mm. So Archie then goes, he's drunk now. So they've been drinking. They're like, glug, 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 glug. Veronica um, calls him very dramatic. Dramatic. And then he goes, well, I'm joining the army, mates. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> and then Veronica's like, I can't believe you're joining the army. Why? Don't you know there's a war going on? To which leads me to the most confusing question in all of Riverdale. Has there always been a war happening? What war is this? Has this been an entire show about the war? Why has no one been selling war bonds? Isn't that how everyone makes money in a war? What Are they going to come up with a really dumb, cutesy name for the war? Oh, Jesus. The Jesus. Bay of Lushan or something? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like You think it's going to be the imaginary war? Are we going to get war scenes in Riverdale? It's against the Daleks and the Cybermen. <laughs> oh, my God. They're oh, fucking... <laughs> We've got to go into the blood space war. Oh, do you think this is an introduction to Archie fighting Predator in the jungles? <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Because <laughs> Archie shirtless just fucking taking on the mud. Jesse Ventura's in the next episode of fucking Riverdale. <laughs> I'm telling you, Chug, this entire town is full of reptilians. And their agenda <laughs> is to stop me from becoming the governor. Governor Dooley has been stealing from this entire state. We're going to turn this state around. I love anyway, it. That's my classic impression that everyone always asks me to do. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what the war is. I'm still thinking about this. I'm always thinking about this. A lot of things have been dumb that have happened, and maybe it was because they wanted to avoid a war that's happening. I mean, I guess his his uncle was doing some war shit. We did have the Blackwater plot. Yeah, but back Blackwater. So do you think Penelope and him are going to get, like, matching jail cells and then hook up? He's Ooh, about- spinoff. Shell isn't going to Highsmith College because she wants to reform the name of the Blossoms, but she wants Tony to go because they want, which means they're going to cry and they're going to break up and it's really sad, but it's like a, I don't want to have you choose between me and your family, so I'm going to make this town better so you don't have to choose and then we will get together and kiss. Meanwhile, we all know that fucking the next one is going to be like, I don't know, Tony in a robot suit. Suit. Cheryl is gonna be having like seven heads or something and be like King Ghidorah or something. I don't know. Um, uh, and then all of a sudden, the most dramatic thing happens. Jason, oh my god, the most, the drama, the drama that is invoked to unveil because we've got a really heady and emotional Riverdale masterpiece. Don't you think it's crazy that she had no idea what Archie was planning to do? I don't know. Maybe it's me, but it seems like the two of them have been squirrely since prom. Did you notice that? 
I just don't know what the problem could be. What could have gotten them derailed? I think I know what may have happened, Jug. I have to tell you something. Oh, no. During Hedwig, Archie and I kissed once. Only once, I swear. And I'm guessing Archie told Veronica, and that's why they've been acting so weird. I didn't tell you, Jug, and I'm, I'm so sorry. I should have told you right when it happened. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That was great. That was great. It was a great line reading and uh, some emotions happening. What is this, like, normal teen stuff? Like, get this out of Riverdale. Don't want to lose that. Also, I didn't make any comments, but I should have gotten way more angry when they were burying the, um, the, the time capsule because they used Josie's ears from Josie and the Pussycats, even though I don't think Josie and Pussycats ever truly went full Pussycat. Valeska, am I wrong on that? I mean, they wore the ears, if that's what you mean. Oh, right. They, they didn't do full they cat didn't... costumes. I, I feel like they wore the cat suits at Le Bonne Anyways, where is she now? Her, her Josie should be back. Her show got canceled. Anyways, she should be back. Can't believe this. I mean COVID. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, so then this gets really emotional. Jughead is crying. So then they do the next greatest thing, which is... Bum, 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 sad sex. They're it wasn't crying. really sad. They, they were I crying. I feel like they're in a good place. No, they were definitely not. They were crying and they were having sex. I feel like they were tears of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am very concerned with uh, your relationships. But um, the, the, <laughs> people can cry out of happiness. People can cry out of happiness. Right? <laughs> this was not a happy cry. Uh, you know. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. They had sad sex. Guarantee I believe me here. Sad the sex was sad. Fine, anyway. it was sad. Jughead takes Archie to the bus stop, which is just a weird nebulous bus stop to take Archie to war. Literally the bus shows up and it just says army on it. He gets on, he gets Archie on. tries to confess to Jughead. Jughead says he already knows and it's okay. And he says Maybe a little normal high school angst is good for us. So, yeah, we're okay. Seriously, we always will be. Which is nice. It's a nice moment. It's a nice moment, but it's also a fucking lie. Because he's lying. Jughead is lying. He's a piece of shit. I don't think he's lying to him. I don't think that's true. But go on. But also, Archie says goodbye to his dog, which was nice. But I was also like, man, where's Hot Dog? Hot Dog should have been in this show. Hot Dog made Archie what he is today. And now we just have no heart, hot dog in this entire show. Maybe what did hot dog teach him how to punch? No, but hot dog taught them all how to sing, and it made them a worldwide sensation in the '60s, and led to the creation of Scooby Doo. No, no one's interested in my facts of the history of Archie. <laughs> Anyways, V and B have a great hug because Reddy's like, "I have to apologize," and Veronica's like, "I can't be mad at you right now because uh, hugs." Ah, it's a sad moment. Everything is ending, and then they go like, "Oh no, I never got to say goodbye or hug them." And then all of a sudden, Veronica and Betty are like, "Wow, well, let's get the jalopy and chase down the army bus because nothing bad will happen if you chase down a bus in a mysterious 
weird vehicle. <laughs> then there's a bunch of flashbacks to sad moments. And then all of a sudden, Archie sees them out the window and they're like waving. He's like, woo, hello, hi. <laughs> and then, and then um, they're like, I love you. I love you too. And then Archie goes like, hey, can you pull over so I can hug my friends? And then <laughs> in the most unrealistic thing of all time, the army sows a bit of kindness and does it. And then they have some hugs, and then, you know, Jughead gets broed by Archie, to which he responds, don't bro me. I laughed at that. What does that mean, don't bro me? Just don't bro me. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Don't, don't call him bro, man. Don't bro oh, me. Don't oh, bro oh, me. Okay. Yeah, and then we have, um, <laughs> we have an amazing... So after Archie leaves, everything starts falling apart. The group starts splitting up. Which, again, is why I thought that uh, Jughead was lying at that scene when he said everything was good, because uh, as soon as he leaves, everyone breaks up, pretty much. Um, Veronica leaves early to go with to vacation with her mom and one other celebrity. Jason, who do you think? Ooh. So, okay. <clears throat> James Woods. <laughs> uh, Andy Cohen. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, Andy apparently. Cohen? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Andy Cohen. <laughs> yes. That because... is weirder than what I said. <laughs> so they're gonna go and fucking hang out in the Bahamas or something. We don't have to the see Hamptons. Andy. Oh, the Hamptons. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Rich people shit. Eat them all. Um, but yeah, we don't actually see Andy Cohen, but he's apparently there. So Okay. Then Betty goes off to college early because Jughead and her are just like, oh, I still love you. I still love you too, but well, actually we don't. Bye. And then they leave and they split up. And then, um, you know, she goes to Yale. He goes to Iowa. So then... Um, well, first you know, he moves into Archie's empty house and he lives without electricity for a while. <laughs> yep. Then without gas. Then without hot water. And then where do you think he moves into, Jason? Before going to college. Mm. He moves into a, um, I'm going to say he moves into a brothel. I mean, he could have. The Mm. sex bunker. Yeah, so, okay, so, okay. Close enough. Close, pretty close. close Pretty close, close, except you're not paying to go in there, you know? It's not a a work establishment. It's um, uh, just a place where people get VD. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Jughead goes to Pops to have a final (laughs) burger. And then Pops is like, I'll miss you, Jughead. And Jughead leaves Pops, and he says, as I paid my bill, I thought, would I be here in one year? Oh, by the way, I didn't mention it. There was like a vow when they were all drunk. That Well, I kind of mentioned it, but the I vow was it. to make. Oh, you mentioned it? The before anyway. sunrise vow. In mm-hmm. one year, we'll meet back. Yes. Right. I think I don't think any of us explained it. I think we just used references. So if someone didn't know that, they might not. They'll see that movie. How about that? Anyways, That's the homework. The only one who shows up <laughs> is Jughead. Oh, wait, we're a year in the future now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we're going to pop six years in the future for the next episode. Okay. So I we're going to quote. one year and um, Jughead returns to Riverdale. from He's emerged from the fucking sex bunker I don't after think, a year. Yeah, I think he, like, he, he took a break from Iowa and came <laughs> back um, and just hung out for a little bit. And then apparently they didn't reconvene for seven years. Do we um, want to end the episode on his quote? Because I have it right here. 
Well, first off, I do want to point out that when Jughead says, as I paid my bill, um, he didn't pay his bill. He just walked out. <laughs> Disgusting. He stiffed Pops. <laughs> Fucker. I am appalled. What a fucking piece of shit. Cancel uh, him. After he lived in the fucking sex bunker before and evidently had a ton of cheeseburgers, right? Yeah. He's going to yeah. stiff Pop now? No, apparently, he, I don't think he's ever paid. I, I, I hope, he, I I hope when he comes back credit. in six years, Pops is prepared for him with like a fucking loaded rifle. <laughs> Pops is just like, comes with like a fucking baseball bat. Where's my money, Jughead? Where's my money? Give me the money. Give me the money, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so that was it. That was uh, kind of a normal episode, to be honest with you. Mm, I mean, I think you, you know. The idea is you're sort of setting up um, the big um, switcheroo to come, right? Yeah, yeah. It was been pretty good as far as like emotional resonance goes because it was like a, an emotional episode. Um, but yeah. what was that? What was that final quote to end this time as teenagers? It would be six years before I saw my friends again. We would be different people, each of us. Brought together by, of course, a new crisis and mystery. But that's another story for another day. That's right. We've got Crisis on Infinite Riverdales happening next week. Get ready. Yeah. I'm excited. That's cool. I like that. No, I, um, you know what? This may be the first time I've actually um, felt something from a show I've never watched, you know? I think you felt something back when um, Edgar Evernever was climbing into a homemade rocket. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> felt authentic emotions as opposed to um, losing my mind, you know? Fair, fair. We do have a reve- another reveal. Did you I know thought that? you were going to say review and I got so excited. Oh, no, I haven't looked at the reviews, but I, I will look at those next. <clears throat> we What's do have... Reveal? Um, well, previously when I went through the upcoming episodes, I said that episode six was to be announced, right? Okay. Yeah. We do have a title for episode six now. What's it called? Chapter 82, Back to School. So <laughs> Fuck off. Fucking maybe yeah, we're getting a Roddy no, Dangerfield no, episode. No. no respect. No respect. <laughs> I killed a, I killed an invisible bear, and they don't give me no respect. No, Who? they gave me an invisible diploma. <laughs> no respect. No respect. I mean, Jughead's the most likely to be Roddy Dangerfield in the back to school. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get no respect. No respect at all. Jason, where can we find you on the internet? Well, um, you know, I have a um. My show, uh, Moments of Madness, where I talk about uh, television and social issues. The last episode that went up was between me and Luke um, talking about cartoon all-stars to the rescue. So you can check that out online. Um, You know, I have another show um, with my stepdaughter where we talk about albums from the year we were freshmen in high school uh, called Generation Intonation. That's online as well. You can find that everywhere. Um and on Twitter, bad attitude eighty six. Yeah, nice. that's it. Nice, baby Leska. Now adult Leska. Where can we find you on the internetska? Don't look for me. I am fiercely private. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, I love that it. Is the, I love that it. Is, 
That is the I biggest lie ever told on this podcast. Um, yeah, you know where to find us. We don't have a Patreon anymore because none of you liked us. So anyways, bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll rebuild here, Nana. And not just our ancestral mansion, Thornhill, which I burned down in my youth, but the Blossom name and legacy.